Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. Today, I have the one and only Gabby Bernstein joining me in a chat, no big deal, all about her recent journey uncovering deep trauma wounds and how that journey inspired her to then help you manifest a happier, more joyful, more peaceful life through healing in her newest book, Happy Days. Okay, you guys, this is definitely Gabby's best book so far, and I have read them all. And I don't say that lightly. It literally brought up stuff for me, which I will obviously share in our interview and has already begun a transformational awakening for me, which I know in some way, shape or form, you're tuning into this episode because you're being guided to it. And I know that by listening to this episode and reading her book, it will be an awakening for you too. Um, In this episode, Gabby passionately, and she's so passionate, I love it, dives into breaking the stigma of mental health and antidepressants and talks about how the stigma of antidepressants in the spiritual community almost took her life when she was just four months postpartum with her son. Now, this is a topic that my students often ask me about, and I have dabbled into that topic here and there inside of my Manifestation Babe Academy, but I've realized that this topic has never come up on the podcast before. And so I really wanted to ask Gabby about it since she's had firsthand experience 
with needing to go on antidepressants. I believe that Gabby's journey and her stance on medication when you deeply need it will bring you the relief and the permission that you may have been looking for, for another modality to help you heal and dive into the deeper trauma, shadow work, uncovering unconscious emotions and things that are currently holding you back from manifesting the peaceful, beautiful life that it is that you're looking for, that internal feeling of just life is so good. I know that there's a reason we came together to record this episode, and I'm so excited to hear what that reason is for you making the decision to tune in today. Um, All the links that we share in this episode, they're already in the show notes. So we're going to be dropping links. There's a couple resources and stuff. Just know you can always hit the show notes, um, grab those links, and then also we will link how to get a copy of her book, Happy Days, which hint, hint. You can always get it on Audible. You can always get it on Amazon. Um, and of course, support local bookstores. If you have one near you, definitely go there. Uh, without further ado, let's dive into today's show. Hey, Gabby, and welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Really good. Amazing. <laughs> Getting ready for a big trip and excited. Yeah. Ooh, where are you going? I'm going first to Miami to give a talk, and then I'm going to Necker Island. Oh my gosh. For a company that's doing a fundraiser for Richard Branson and going to Richard Branson's Island, you know, why not? (laughs) That is freaking amazing. I'm so happy for you. Um, Speaking of happy, you recently wrote a book called Happy Days. And I have to say, this is, I've read all your books and this is by far my most favorite one of yours. It is the most transformational. I had my own transformation with it. It cracked me open. And it's just, I just want to say like, wow, Gabby, like you've really, I mean, I can sense like this is some of your best work yet. And I'm just like super, super excited to share this book with my audience. And I know that they're also going to be cracked open and transformed. And what I want to get into right away is like, this is obviously very different from all your other books. Like you are known as the manifestation spirituality teacher, and you decided to write a book on trauma and trauma recovery. Why is that? Can you share the inspiration behind that? I was inspired to write this book because of my own journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I also believe that the greatest practice of manifestation is to get yourself right, to get yourself right with you. And I've had the opportunity in this lifetime to go through a lot of difficult stuff, addiction, PTSD, remembering trauma, but I've also had this privilege of being able to undo those traumas, reprocess and rewrite the script of my life. And so many of us that suffer with trauma, which is everybody, Big T or small T trauma. We all have it. No yeah. one can do it. Can you go into that little That's, thing yeah, big T? Yeah. I mean, big T trauma is like being sexually abused or living with an alcoholic parent that abused you or living through a catastrophic event, living through a war. A small T trauma is being bullied or being told you're not good enough or you're stupid or not have, having neglect. So we've all had it. And we all run from it. And some of us, the more extreme the trauma, the more extreme the coping mechanisms may be. Mm -hmm. But we all have them. We all have them. And it's our option, our choice to 
tap into the courage to go to the places that scare us so that we can bravely come out the other side or to stay numb, check out and keep running. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't know if there was a way out. I didn't know, th- I didn't know at times whether I would completely get there, but I knew I would do anything. And this book is my story of how I survived and thrive as a result of doing whatever it takes to get through to the other side. And it's a guided path for anyone who is identifying is recognizing that the stories from their past and their experiences from their past are holding them back from freedom and inner peace. (laughs) That is so beautiful. Um, I want to talk a little bit more. I just want to dive in a little bit more into the connection between spirituality, manifestation and trauma. And you said something about like getting right with yourself, like from your experience, what, you know, you've, you've manifested a shit ton of success, like long before you've even really identified that trauma or remembered that memory, that resurfaced that came up for you in one of your therapy sessions. And then you went on this whole journey, right. Of healing. And obviously like you're experiencing a whole nother experience of life right now. Can you kind of talk about like what truly happens for people when they discover that inner freedom and that inner peace within themselves? Like what does, like what is possible for people in their life as a result of that? Well, you can manifest a lot in your life by believing that you can do things and believing in your worth, but the real manifestation is that's serenity and inner peace. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing out there really matters, right? It doesn't it matter really at all. It really doesn't, yeah. So, so I believe that anything that has been attracted into my life has been in the service of, of strengthening me and in the service of others. By the law, when we are good with ourselves and we start to feel peace within, we can really effortlessly manifest more of what we desire, more of what we're here to bring forth, and more of that grace and that joy. But the most important manifestation of all is that, is that inner freedom and peace. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent agree with you. It's like, I always have students that tell me like, Hey, Catherine, I'm doing all the right things. I'm doing the visualizing. I'm doing the meditating. I'm doing this and that, whatever, insert whatever tool. And yet things are still not going my way. And I always encourage my students to go into those deeper levels, those levels that so many people are afraid of facing the tough emotions, the unconscious stuff that is really the things that are clogging us from being our best self that from being our highest vibration, right? A lot of people are like, oh, you know, by focusing on the low vibe stuff, like that's all low vibe stuff that I'm going to continue to manifest low vibe things. And I always say, no, 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 no. Whether or not you focus on them or not, whether you face them or not, like they're still within you and they're lowering your vibration. And the key to becoming the best version of yourself is for you to heal from those things and to release those things. So it no longer is within you. So I really, really like commend you and love that you went into this topic because I think this is going to help so many people heal. Um, Something that stuck out to me, like so much so that I went and bought so many books on it and I even applied for the training, which is IFS. Great. The yeah. internal family systems therapy. You know, you talk a lot about it, at least in one of your chapters about you know, parts like protector parts, child parts, exiled parts. What are those parts exactly, Gabby? Like, how did you discover that? And like, what, you know, can you talk a little bit more about that? 
I've been practicing IFS in my own therapy for a decade and most recently become trained in the model. It is life-changing therapy Mm -hmm. started by my friend, Dick Schwartz, who is, was a family therapist and quickly realized that we actually have an internal family that needs a lot of care. Yeah. (laughs) Internal family is a lot of different parts of who we are. So we've got our exiled child parts, the parts of us that were traumatized, the parts of us that were uh, neglected, not cared for. And there's so much shame and terror that we just push them down and do anything we can to protect against those feelings. And that's how the protector parts, or you would maybe consider them protection mechanisms, mm-hmm. start to build. And those are the addict or the, the over workaholic or the, the drug addict or the uh, controller, all the ways that we numb that suffering. And in, in IFS, what you are guided to do is establish a connection to what is known as self with a capital S. And self is the part of us that is undamaged. It's resourced. It's the highest vibration. It's the loving, all-knowing, courageous, compassionate, calm, creative part of who we are. And when we let self become the internal parent of our internal family system, then we can really begin to experience transformational growth and safety in our, in our internal system, in our nervous system, in our life, really. How would you relate, you know, a lot of people in spirituality, they talk about the ego versus the higher self in IFS. Would you say that like the self is the higher self and like the ego is composed of all these different parts within you? Is that how you describe it? I would say that the protector parts of the ego. Okay. And the protector parts, ego is always there to block you from remembering the love within who you are. Mm. And the protectors are not bad. They're doing an important role. They're trying to keep you safe. Sometimes they, they're doing an excellent job for whatever yeah. they can do. And the, the goal isn't to, to, ex, to you know, push down the protectors or judge them. It's to actually help them become less, less extreme. And the self is the higher self. Yes. The God within you, the spirit within you, the love within you. Mm, I love that. What are, what is some of your advice of like for anyone who need, who is reading your book and goes, holy shit, I need a therapist. Right. But there's so many therapists out there. There There's so many different modalities. Like even you have gone through so many different modalities like EMDR and IFS and this and that, like You've gone through this whole journey. I would say like it's been six years now that you've gone on this like- It's been 42 years, but six years of really doing the trauma work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, this is something that I, you really encouraged me to explore. Um, A couple months ago, I had a like a big T sexual trauma memory resurface in in the middle of an intimate moment with my husband. And- That's very common. That's very common, by the way. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, at 29 years old, this is when this happens, you know? And I realized that, Ooh, it's like something I've been stuffing down for a really long time. And so now I'm on this journey of being like, okay, I want to work through this because I know that this is, this is bleeding into my business. This is bleeding into my relationships, friendships, right? Like it's, it's, it's a huge part of me that I've been suppressing and running away from and protecting myself from. So for someone like me, who's like, okay, I'm ready for therapy, Gabby, like what would be your advice for finding the right therapist? Well, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for what you just shared. Thank you. And as you know, that's that's my experience that I had a disso- dissociated memory as well. And yeah, 
happened in a dream. And I want to thank you for being so brave and, you know, showing up for yourself. And I also want to, you know, and, and give you the advice that I got then, which is just be careful about how much you reveal when you're not totally grounded in it, you know, like talking yeah. about it's beautiful, but just care for yourself, watch out for yourself. And, um, I wanted to ask you, did, did the memory come to you after you read the book or before it came before? Oh, cool. Okay. Not cool, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, so, so what I want to recommend is that inside that book, the journey that I underwent was paved for me with mm-hmm. my spiritual connection and what was, what I was safe enough for each step of the way. And like any medication, like we all have different bodies and we're all going to react to things differently. This is the same for a therapeutic diagnosis. It's going to depend on where your system feels safe enough. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're being drawn to IFS, reading the books and wanting to take the training really says to me, that that's a beautiful first step for you. Mm. But that's exactly how I would want anyone in your position to read this book, to go, okay, let's, let me read this. And know that she's here to introduce me to these things, but it's not my story, it's not her story, although I recognize myself in her. Whether it's the exact same story or it's a totally different story, you recognize yourself in the story of someone suffering because we all suffer. And as you read it, see which therapeutic practices resonate with you most. Is it EMDR? Is it somatic experiencing? Is it the, the spiritual practices I share? Is it the meditations? And lean into what feels safe for you right now. Don't do it all because you think you should do what you're drawn to. Mm. And, you know, but one piece of advice I would give you is to try some EMDR because when we have a memory surface in such a way that it has for you and did for me and for many of us, it's extremely jarring to our nervous system. In many ways, we're sort of catapulted back into the memory. It's really, really scary. And sometimes we need a little bit of instant support and EMDR can really give that to you. It can give you sort of a, a lot of relief in your nervous system pretty quickly. I love that. I love that. It's funny. It's always been something like, oh, that's cool, but I, I don't need that. I'll never need that, right? And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, boom. But I, I love what you said of like, you know, leaning into whatever resonates with you and leaning into what, what calls to you because there's a reason why there are certain words in a book or how you hear something, it kind of stands out to you a little bit more. Like I kind of see, um, whenever I'm reading something and something stands out to me, it kind of like bolds itself weirdly. Like it it just, like, it just pops out out of the page and I'm like, okay, I need to look into that. And I've, that's never led me astray up until this point following my intuition. So I absolutely love that your, you know, your advice is to also apply that in here as well. Um, I'm currently 29 weeks pregnant and in oh, your book- oh, oh, wow. Oh, can I, can I actually, um, I'm not a therapist. I, but I want to just acknowledge something. Yeah. So you were like, I'm 29. Why am I remembering this now? Yeah. Often these types of memories, particularly if they're sexual in nature, will come to a woman in big life-changing moments, mm. pregnancy, and I'm so happy for you that it came now and not while you were birthing. A lot of people in the, while they're birthing have memories. Come I back heard that. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was family planning. I had just gotten married. My husband was leaving his job to run my business. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. And 
when we have these big pinnacle turning points in our life, that's when our trauma can surface, whether we have dissociated it from it or we've just been ignoring it. So I just wanted to give you a little insight there and just acknowledge that and congratulate you on the pregnancy and also Thank congratulate you. you. Your baby's very smart. Your soul is like, <laughs> let's work on this stuff before I come here and let's get in the motion and let's get you settled and, and let's you know get you on the right path. And that's beautiful. So happy for you. Thank you. I feel that so much, you know, that on top of a Saturn return, it's been like so many shifts and so many changes. And I know it's happening for my highest good. I know it's happening for my son's highest good. I'm having a baby boy. Um, boys are the best. The boys yeah. are the best. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, in your postpartum journey, uh, you talked about, you know, um, your mental health struggles and how there's a lot of this like stigma and shame around using antidepressants in the spiritual community. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I know that there's a lot of my students who ask me like, Catherine, what are your opinions on antidepressants? Like, what do you think? Should I get off them? Should I get on them? Blah, 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 blah. And like, everybody has an opinion. And we know that most of the time in the spiritual community, we're just like, oh, you don't need that, right? Go get a shaman, go do some ayahuasca, go do this, go do that. And you are someone who um, did go on antidepressants to help you find that stability in your life at that time. Can you kind of share a little bit more about that stigma in the community and what that journey looked like for you and what was possible for you from listening to your own intuition and guidance and making the choices that are right for you? Well, that stigma and shaman talk almost took my life. Wow. Because I was very, I was brought up homeopathic. This wasn't just like a trendy thing for me. I was brought up this way. Yeah. You know, we did, I never took an antibiotic. I, you know, never took a, uh, a, I never had a prescription medication. This wasn't my upbringing. And then I'm obviously deeply entrenched in the wellness world and the spiritual world. And so the idea of going on an antidepressant was like, no way. And I definitely was part of the stigma for many years. Like people would be in my audiences and they'd be like, I'm so depressed or I'm having depression, I'm having, you know, depression or anxiety. And I'd look at them and I'd say, oh, try this meditation. And while that's totally reasonable for someone who has general anxiety, it's totally unreasonable for someone who is having a biochemical condition. Mm-hmm. Because those types of uh, offerings don't work when you're having, when your brain chemistry is just not working for you. And uh, around, and around when I delivered my son, I began having anxiety attacks, agoraphobia, depression, insomnia, and suicidal ideation. And I share about this in the book in a chapter called Don't Call Me Crazy. And this went on for four or five months of no sleep, zero, no, zero, 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 like maybe a half hour a night. On top of being a new mom. Like, Nursing, like- running a business, being a new mom and having no zero. And my son was sleeping through the night, but I was not sleeping at all. Right. And eventually I hit such a low bottom saying multiple times, trying to harm myself, saying out loud on Mother's Day, I want to die, I want to kill myself. And then my therapist finally intervened and said, this is no longer something that you can fix. You need a psychiatric support system. Within five minutes, my psychiatrist diagnosed me with postpartum depression and anxiety. Five minutes. She was like, here's a prescription. You are, you, you are definitely suffering from this like exact diagnosis. It's pretty easy to spot. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be as extreme as mine for someone to get medicated and get supported. You know, I just let it get really far because of the stigma. 
mm-hmm. because of the wellness world, because of the, and, and that's my fault, right? Like I, I, I didn't have an open mind to what I may need or what I may be going through. I let the shame and the stigma be part of my belief systems. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately I heard her and she said to me, listen, this medication I know isn't something that you're accustomed to. You don't want to do it, but it will give you a safer baseline through which you can do deeper trauma work than you've even been able to do yet. And that was enough to be like, okay, there's a big, big purpose in this. She was absolutely right. The medication saved my life, saved my business, saved my marriage, saved my son, saved pretty much everything that, that's meaningful to me in life. My marriage, my husband, my, my work, my well-being. And I know God gifted that experience to me for many reasons. One, to give me the safer baseline to do deeper therapeutic work that I wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah. Or maybe it would have taken many years longer to do. Two, to be a voice for it in the wellness space because it's, um, it's really, really dangerous to minimize mental illness. Mm-hmm. And while we live in a culture that's genuinely over-prescribed, for sure, mm-hmm. you don't want to get on meds without a proper diagnosis, without a genuine, reputable psychiatrist giving you direction. It's not something you just want to like jump onto. It's a big decision. But you also can't, you know, you're not going to like not take a heart medication if you're having a heart condition. Right. You know, it, this is about let, recognizing God is in the medication. Mm. The same way God might be in the spiritual teacher or whoever is working through. And, you know, I'm sure there's people out there in the wellness space that are like, fuck Gabby Bernstein, you know, <laughs> she's talking shit. And it's like, fuck that. I'm here to save, save people's lives. Women are dying from this. Right now, as we record this, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. It's Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month. I can't tell you how many people have messaged me saying, I was dying on the inside. I wanted to take my life. Thank you for speaking out about this. I got medicated. I, you know, look, if you can't afford a psychiatrist, talk to your fucking OBGYN, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're ready to, to right away, ready first responders for this. And it's a, it's an, it's an epidemic of, of women not getting the proper diagnosis. And so many of my friends in the wellness space that I've witnessed, like losing their hair, shaking anxiety attacks, mm-hmm. you know, burnout and workaholism because they're just not getting the support that they need postpartum. Yeah. So a resource for women would be the Motherhood Center. You can go check out the Motherhood Center, Postpartum International. I have um, podcasts on, the, on this topic. And my advice to you, new mama, is pay close attention to yourself. Get a list of all the things to look out for. That doesn't mean you're manifesting it. That means you are educating yourself. Yeah. And manifesting health, no matter how it has to come. Exactly. Yeah. And tell your husband too, you know, have him listen to some podcasts about it, have him understand because that, if I'd had that information, if it had been normalized for me from someone I admired and looked up to or, or a teacher of mine, I would have, it would have saved five months of my life. It would have given me so much of the early days back of my postpartum period with my son. It would have helped me in countless ways. Mm-hmm. I respect you so much and I can tell how passionate you are and that you really are going to give so many women that permission that they need to go get the help that they need. And like, 
it's not like an either or world that we live in. It's not like right. Eastern or Western. We can right. have a blend of the two and right. one can help support the other. And this one can support the other. And I think that's just a beautiful union. Um, you know, like I, that though, it's, it's important for me to go on the record saying this, which is that you can't just take the pill and be like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like pick yes. up days, pick up any kind of book or go to therapy or, you know, learn more about IFS, whatever it is and get working, get, yes. don't just take a pill and pretend like nothing ever happened because that doesn't work either. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree with you. I had this struggle with, um, I don't know if you've heard of breast implant illness, um, I had breast implants in for not even that long, honestly, like four years, five years. And they started to make me so sick, but I didn't know where it was coming from because, you know, no plastic surgeon who's putting in breast implants is going to be like, oh yeah, these can make you really sick. Right. I had all these autoimmune issues, like crazy things. And I, when I announced that I was getting surgery to take them out and I strongly believe that they were making me sick and they were like, when I took them out, 99% of my symptoms went away within nine days. It was insanity. And the last 1% was just like from a detox process had to do it. You know, after about a year, I would say hundred percent of the symptoms and people will come up to me or, you know, come up to me in the online world and be like, but Catherine, can't you just manifest not having symptoms or can you just manifest like, you know, not having them affect you. And it's like, Hey, you know, at some point, like I have to go to the surgeon's office and approach Western medicine and have someone cut me open and have someone take out these implants. And it's actually my manifestation of me being guided to get the proper information and find other women struggling with this and find the Facebook groups and find the resources and all these connections for me to find healing. Um, I also have a friend who, um, you know, I talked a lot about recently with like getting pregnant through IVF and she really struggled with it because she's also in the manifestation world. And she's like, I don't get it. I should be, I should just be able to manifest a baby. And it's like, listen, you need to use all the resources available to you. And this is another resource that's available to you. And there's no right or wrong here. It's just the path that you're meant to go on. And I think that's really beautiful. And that's part of your manifestation as God is literally leading you to this path so that you can have this beautiful baby. Um, so I absolutely love that you talk about that. Gabby. Yeah, I want to speak to that actually, because yes, I think that, and thank you for sharing the story um, about your implants and all of it, because, you know, you're a decade younger than I am and you're speaking on behalf of these principles. And so many people are like, manifestation is hot right now. You know, like my 24 year old, <laughs> so you know, my 24 year old um, social media manager texts, you know, texts me, she's like, manifesting is trending on TikTok. I'm like, okay, but here's the deal. Like manifesting isn't about magic tricks and getting shit. It's about letting yourself be guided, being receptive. Mm -hmm. allowing intuitive ideas to lead your life and to trust that logical, factual steps are entwined, intertwined with intuitive ideas and that we're having a human experience. And you're not just like going to magically make shit go away. Of course, I do believe the power of positive thinking has a extraordinary benefit to your physical well-being. In fact, I write about it in Happy Days because it regulates your nervous system because mm -hmm. it puts you into a parasympathetic state because it it relaxes your your vagus nerve because it gives you the the freedom to let your body restore itself naturally but you have to allow your spiritual practice to be part of 
a practical life experience. Yes. That said, with that said, I want to say also that when it comes to parenting and, and children and manifesting a child, I've, I've shared very openly about my fertility struggles. I've shared very openly about my postpartum experience. And most recently I manifested something that's really working for me right now, which is the decision to be the parent of one child. Wow. Like a really big decision that's a big manifestation in my life. Yeah. How did I manifest that? A year of IVF, I got one, nine treatments, one healthy embryo, five and a half months of pregnancy, only to get to the point where my son wasn't growing. This is my second pregnancy. The son wasn't growing anymore and I, I had to let him go. And a few more attempts to try different ways. I mean, it just wasn't, wasn't in the cards for me. And that journey, while it might seem horrific or heartbreaking, and it was, it really was, yeah, it was a lot. I can't imagine. But it was part of the manifesting process of me getting to a place where I could really sit in the seat of knowing it is of my highest and best to be a parent of one extraordinary person because I have a lot of books I want to birth into the world because I want to get out in the world and, and, and do my life's mission. And I want to be able to bring my toddler with me and I want to give him all of my love and wow. affection and connection. And the relief I feel in making that decision is profound but I wouldn't have gotten there if all these different obstacles hadn't gotten in the way. And these obstacles didn't get in the way. There were detours in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So people are like, I'm not getting the thing I want right now. I'm not manifesting. It's like, how about consider that there are other steps along the way to the journey of receiving. And right. I'm not suggesting that your friend isn't going to be a mother. I'm just suggesting it may not happen in the time or the way that she expects it to. Yeah. Yeah. That is so fucking empowering. And thank you so much for sharing that and being so open with all of the stories that you share, countless stories and all your books and Instagram and, you know, everywhere, wherever your platforms are. It's, it's, it's so incredible watching you grow, Gabby. Like I've been following you since 2015 and you've come so far and one of my biggest inspirations. Um, last question I have for you, because I know you're a busy, busy woman. You have some travel up ahead of you. So I want to respect your time. Where can we find the book? Where can we get all the juicy stuff? Oh, everything's <laughs> on Amazon. You can go listen to my podcast, Dear Gabby. Uh, I would highly recommend if you're going to read Happy Days and you're touched by it to listen to the audio as well. It's yes. quite yes. beautiful audio. I just pray that whoever is seeking a, a new way of living open up this book and let it guide them. Mm, yeah. I read it via audible. So I highly recommend you guys um, read it as, you know, through audio as well. Just like Gabby said, all the links that we talked about in this episode will be in the show notes. Um, Gabby, thank you so much for coming on here, for speaking so openly, for sharing your insights and energy with us. And you're just such a beautiful soul. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Work. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. 
In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.